to Bound by Books, a podcast of five authors writing across the genres in the one thing that we're all bound by, books. I'm Tina Moss, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Hannah Byron, and we are bringing to you all things TikTok. <laughs> yes, we do. That so Hannah, that. just for our, our listeners and our watchers on YouTube who may not know, can you tell us what the heck is TikTok? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be very, because first of all, I'm going, I'm pointing in the wrong direction. I'm going to congratulate you on your upcoming release. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank so you. when is that going to happen? So by the time this podcast comes out, which is next week, so it will be out. Aliens Captive will be out. So if you are listening, um, go and get it. It might even be on sale right now. So yeah, available yeah. on Amazon. And what is it about? Uh, it's sci-fi romance, first in series. And it is about a scientist in future Earth who finds herself on a deep space mission and is abducted by aliens. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I love sci-fi romance and I've been wanting to hop into this genre forever. So this is really, um, yeah. this is really exciting yeah. for me. Thank Congrats. you. Thank you yeah. so much, Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought we would start with that because after all oh. being authors, we're going to talk about TikTok. <laughs> That's so we authors and Thank we you. work very hard and I know how hard you work because next to writing your own, your own publishing business and that keeps you yes. uh, on your toes anyway so yes, um, yeah really good I, I love it what's the title again aliens captive and it's the the, the first in series it yeah. is the first in series book two aliens made is actually on pre-order right now it'll come out in january so oh, wow. hitting the ground running with this series yeah wow okay yeah so back to tick or rather, um, we're going to talk about a, a, a segment of TikTok called BookTok. Yes. So because, first, but what is TikTok? Like if I, you know, have never heard of this, I'm an alien from another planet. And I come <laughs> down to Earth and I hear this word TikTok. What, how would you describe TikTok, Hannah? Um, yeah, well, it, it, it's, of course, it's a, a social media platform. As we know, other social media platforms, it's a visual platform because, um, you know, it's, it's about videos, very short videos, very often. Uh, the shortest uh, is 15 seconds, but you can even go shorter than that if you want to do seven or eight seconds. And the longest is three minutes, at least mm -hmm. for me. I mean, it, it depends where it's rolled up. And it, it started off, I don't know exactly when, but being very popular among uh, youngsters and um, mm -hmm. among young people, funny videos. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if the word going viral, maybe that was already on YouTube, but it definitely became very, very important on TikTok to go Absolutely. viral. How many views do you need to go viral? I don't know. I think that's different for everyone as far as like what going viral is. I had a video for me. I think it hit like 150,000 views. So that for me was definitely going viral because I don't usually get that many. 
that was crazy. But yeah, I guess it would depend on your the size of your audience as to what would be like if somebody has a hundred followers and then all of a sudden they get like ten thousand views, that could be considered going viral for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it it definitely a different social platform in the sense from all the other platforms that we know that it's also a video editing. That's so a really you good point. edit you edit your videos as you go. That is definitely one of the big change changes to other all the other platforms. Right. Maybe you can take it a little bit on what your view is basically or what it is. Yeah. So if we have listeners who are in the millennial or Gen X generation, they may remember Vine. There was a platform called Vine. And it's very similar to TikTok, but TikTok has more of a social aspect and creating community around the videos. So there's a bunch of subgenres, and Hannah will, and I will get into the one that we're going to talk about, BookTok. But the actual platform of TikTok is very much about creating videos that are within your niche or about your life or our trending videos. And we'll talk about all of those things. But I do think at the very heart of it, it's about developing relationships and networking in a way that people may not think of on other platforms. Like I think of something like Snapchat, right? Or Twitter. Um, yeah. it's, it's more in the community sense as Facebook might be, where we have yeah. Instagram, where we're having yeah. these developing um, communities and friendships between people. And that's the thing that I really like about TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think I would compare it mostly to the reels of Instagram. Mm -hmm. But the big difference, according to me, about Instagram and TikTok is that Instagram um, is still more about the glamorous, the, the perfect, the um, shiny, whereas TikTok, although there are many filters you can use to embellish yourself, mm -hmm. it, is, it is raw. It's more it is. like I, I am who I am. And I mean, mm -hmm. look at me, how old I am. And I'm on there and I'm not, I mean, I follow a lady who is like, 79 mm -hmm. you know the, the holocaust survivor and she has more than a million um viewers and people wow. love her so i think the the, the 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 essence and why i love it so much is because of that rawness of that um just be who you are as you said the communities that form around that it's mm -hmm. about authenticity we've yes. done with it with the slim models and the you know, we embrace um, variety, everything. Yeah. And that is so manifested on that platform. Do you agree? Absolutely. I also think it's very good at breaking down barriers between people. For example, there are some uh, very large name authors in, in the industry on there, like I think Laurel K. Hamilton and, and Colleen Hoover come to mind, who are connecting with you know your your average reader in a way that's organic and couldn't really happen on any other platform. I think the reach and the opportunity to be able to talk to those authors and to have that connection is very real. And I do I love the the unfiltered kind of raw aspect of TikTok and and people just you know out there being who they are. Of course you get some of that um, 
very pretty curated videos as well. But for the most part, I would say that the vast majority is is very raw and organic. And I do love that about TikTok too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it 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 it, it is really a platform of today, I think, and that is um, especially for creative people like authors. That is is a great outlet as well. Mm-hmm. It gives you many more op- more options than just on Facebook going live or um, it feels more interactive. Yes. Although it's still a social platform, you know, you are commenting and you are liking right. each other's videos. It feels like you get a more a, a backstage view into, into the life of authors. And um, yeah, I really like that. You mentioned a, a couple of big names, but what I find so <laughs> surprising about TikTok is that unknown authors can blow up there, whereas USA best-selling authors can have like 500 followers and 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 and, and don't they have to start from scratch? Yes. So so famous names. Because you said Colleen Hoover, but mm-hmm. was she well known before? Yes, Colleen was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't read her book, so I. But I, you're right. There are authors. Um, a, a dear friend of mine, um, Shell Sloan, as like I don't know, I want to say she's got four hundred thousand followers or some crazy number like that. Now she started out doing these thirst trap videos, which. To be honest, thirst trap videos are not my favorite. I know lots of people like them because they're sexy and spicy and whatever, right? And and they're great. They're a fun time. But she got started doing those, found her niche, created a book called Thirst Trap, and basically built and launched her writing and author career off of her TikTok, which is amazing. You did a a little bit of the same for your Kindle Bella or not? Yes, that's true. That's true. I did end up writing a Kindle Vela story, which is, it's currently on hold right now as I'm getting into the, the sci-fi romance stuff. But it, it was from that viral video that happened to be about Labyrinth and David Bowie and not something I would even usually post, but I just did it because it was fun and, and I was having a good time as, as I tend to do on TikTok. Um, and it blew up and I was like, well, okay, if you really want this, I could totally write a fae reverse harem romance. Let's go for it. You want it, you want David Bowie back? I will give you David Bowie back in the form of a fae king. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes yeah. I had no zero inclination at all to write this before yeah. this happened. And then I was like, you know what? If this is what the people want, this is what people will get. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So at, at some, when did you go on? on that we we talk basically in this in this uh, podcast about book talk. So we yeah. are not talking about a lot of the other trends on TikTok. But when did you join um, the platform? So and what made? Oh, and yeah. what made me join it? So this is this is funny because. In, it was 20, 2019, actually, when I first kind of found out about TikTok. And it was because at that time I was still teaching and I would teach middle school and high school. I was a learning specialist at the time. And my, my students were just 
all about this this app called TikTok. What the heck is? I mean, you have to see this video. Come watch this video, and it's showing me the most ridiculous things. But eventually, I was like, okay, clearly they're on to something here. They're loving this. Let me let me really see what this is about. And I ended up joining in, I think it was February of 2020, but I joined Teacher Talk. So I was very much in the teacher um, arena. And you can see that from my very early uh, TikToks. I was very much still about teaching at that time. And then when I left teaching in June of 2020 and kind of saw how the platform was going, I said, oh, what have I done? I sh- I'm an author. I should be on book talk and kind of had to reinvent myself. So I probably should have started a completely new um, TikTok at the time and gave up my old account, but I was having so much fun and I loved like making those videos. I didn't want to get rid of my old videos. I kind of wanted people to see, you know, yeah. my growth and where I was going. So I think it took me longer to get traction because of that. Because of the way um, that TikTok works, just for anybody who doesn't know, like any other social media platform, it works on an algorithm. And an algorithm is intellectual property of the company. So we don't know how it works, but we have kind of a clue. And the very interesting thing about TikTok is they have a main feed, which is the For You page. And the more that you like on the For You page and the more people that you follow, TikTok learns what things you like. So for example, on my feed, I get a lot of authors. I get a lot of book reviewers. I get a lot of animal videos because duh. <laughs> who doesn't like animal videos? Mm-hmm. Um, I get mental health stuff. I get body positivity because those are the things that I've liked. So people will sometimes say, well, don't you see, you know, all those kids dancing on there? First of all, like that's a bad thing. Um, kids, you can dance all you want. Um, but no, I, I usually don't because TikTok, once it learns what you like, will show you more of what you like and less of what you don't. So, yeah. What about yeah. you, Hannah? How, when did you first get started? Yeah, it, I think I heard about it. Of course, I knew that it existed, but not so much for authors. And as I said before, your age is definitely that you think, oh, that's not for me. You know, I still hear people my age and it's all younger even. 20, 30, 40 years younger, I'm too old for TikTok. Um, I think it was a talk on Clubhouse in the in the in the coffee chat that I sometimes joined there that I was really this rumor going on, oh my god goodness, you can sell books on TikTok, you know, it really happens, people. And being curious about it, I wanted to check it out. And um I I I didn't know so much what I was doing at first. I was mm-hmm. just, I joined the platform, but um, I actually did, you didn't do it, but I actually did a course with two authors who were quite successful on um, on the platform. And they, they taught us a couple of um, simple videos to make, because as I said before, it's also a video editing process mm-hmm. and that, requires quite some skills mm-hmm. I mean you get faster at it as you do it but at first you know because it is actually a three-layered um, process you have the visuals mm-hmm. then you have text mm-hmm. you can upload um, 
your your book um screen mm-hmm. or you can have effects you ha- can have uh, music and you can add and 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 switch around all this in 15 seconds yep but sometimes if you really make a complicated one 15 seconds can take you like an hour to make the video that's true and i think that is one of the reasons that many people stop it after a while because you take quite some time to find the trends to use the hashtags to use to the, the, the the right sound and then you don't get more than 50 views and you think mm-hmm. yeah i did all this work but um yeah so i i but to ask your question i i think i joined in in july of this year nice and i did the course in august I mean, what is important is that you get to 1,000 followers mm-hmm. as fast as you can, because then you can add your link, a link in bio, so people can, before that, you cannot um, add a link, and right. you cannot go do a live. So, um, I'm I'm not by far as, as uh, um, large as you are on the platform. Um, I'm still slow and steady. I still um, have to find out a lot. Right. Find a mix between, because I write historical fiction, sometimes mm-hmm. I want to do educational stuff, but it doesn't um, It doesn't work so well there. The you find it doesn't thing- work as well, the educational stuff? Which is so funny because um, TikTok, the, the company, actually pushes education. They call it EduTalk or something like that a lot like they really push that as yeah. a thing for people to do so i'm pr- surprised the education ones don't do as well for you yeah but, well they are just i think the 15 seconds or short videos are the most popular that's true yeah i would agree so and you have to grab their attention in these first seconds mm-hmm. maybe i'm still not just good enough to do that what but about I, you? I find you make same, though, I think for me, it's it's been definitely slow and steady. It looks like that I'm, you know, like doing really well right now. And I and I am. I would say I'm doing I'm doing much better than I was before. But I've been on the platform for a while now. Yeah. So for like yeah. a year and a half. So I've yeah. definitely been a, a slow, steady growth. I didn't have any breakouts, you know, I didn't have except for the the viral video. Otherwise, it's been, you know, my consistent audience. And I think that's the thing to really concentrate on. No matter what your numbers are, if they're 10 followers or 10,000 followers or 100,000 followers is really connecting with the people that are watching and developing that community. Because after a while, you start to see like the same people comment on your videos. So you go see if they're making any videos and encourage them with their projects that they're doing. And those connections are how I feel that I to enjoy the platform the most. I mean, I yeah. went on a whole retreat with a bunch of authors that I met on the platform yeah. and it was okay. it was wonderful. It was so much fun. So yeah. I I think having like real connections is is key for for that because you're yeah. you can't control how your video is going to do. I mean, you can spend no. hours on one video and it could flop and then you can make one like I did in literally 10 seconds about David Bowie and have yeah. it just, you know, take off. Yeah. 
So and that is part of yeah, it. That is why some people get frustrated mm -hmm. with the platform, especially if they try too hard to be perfect or mm -hmm. they expect book sales too fast because I mean there is a lot of rumor in the author community. Oh yes, you can sell. I mean there are even people saying, "Oh, I sell so many books via the platform. I can mm -hmm. almost stop doing Facebook ads or Amazon right. ads." You know, and if you don't have that feeling, mm -hmm. you go like, "Oh, what am I doing wrong?" So this comparison thing is 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 very important. I see the platform for myself as a learning curve on what it is the first platform where I actually feel, okay, where can I be sharper? Where can I be more me? Mm -hmm. Where can I, and how does that, you get an immediate reflection of that. And I think that is really, that's so interesting to see. Mm -hmm. You can learn a lot about yourself. <laughs> and what I want to also, before I forget, Want to say it is only the only platform where where old videos are still watched. Yes, that's very true, and that is so special because all your stuff on Instagram or on Facebook, it 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 just goes into the recesses. Right. But here, people can still pick up an old video that you play that you posted a year ago. Yeah. And I think and it could actually go viral. It can. You're right. Yeah. And I think so much too about what you're saying about comparing, right? Whether you're an author or a book talker or somebody who just wants to get into the platform for fun, right? If you start looking at your numbers in comparison to somebody else's numbers, and if you're an author, comparison to sales numbers, like that is the quickest way to kill your joy on the platform. Because for me, as much as TikTok is a marketing tool, it's fun first. Like I genuinely have fun yeah. making videos for TikTok and I make it a little easier on myself. I try to uh, bulk film as some, you know, some creators do. So I'll film like six or seven TikToks in a certain time and a certain day. Um, and I'll do that twice a week. And then, but then I'll just randomly also pick up my phone. Like I did the other night because something ridiculously funny came up on my Amazon feed. And I'm like, I have to share this with, with my, my friends on TikTok with my followers, because I yeah. thought, you know, this is something I want them to know. And I don't get that same feeling on, on yeah. other social media platforms. Like I would never post that on, on Facebook or, or uh Instagram you know those are more curated mm. feeds even even Facebook but with TikTok yeah. I'm like oh my god they're, they're gonna think this is hilarious I can't wait to share it it's yeah. really again I think if you take it for being a sense of community first and fun and enjoyment first and the book marketing second or or whatever it is yeah. that you want to market on there you know yeah. I think that's the the best way to do it and not saying that you shouldn't think of marketing strategies or to think about how to hook in your audience or how to make better videos because I think keeping those in mind will all naturally make you better on the platform but really yeah. you know see what other people are doing and what is it yeah. that you enjoy and what can yeah. you add to that community yeah yeah absolutely and um yeah I I really discover also my funny side I've never mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm not shy, camera shy or anything, but that, it was always 
just certain parts that you do in a, in a Facebook Live or on Instagram that you would show of yourself. And now, right. especially with the funny filters, because there are more filters that you can, <laughs> that you can even see. So you sort of have your favorite filters. But today I, I found one with the little yellow glasses. Uh-huh. And I thought it would it look really... But I think that is one part that some really serious marketing authors would would frown upon that you that you make a little bit of a fool of yourself and you because what are you doing with your your pink my pink um, hearts right I know but now I can't stop using it okay so for anybody who's listening I have on my TikTok feed almost all of my videos now except for my earlier ones you will see pink hearts floating above my head why I don't know. I, I made a video one day and people were like, oh, I love the pink hearts. The pink hearts are so cute. So so now it's like my signature. It's like part of my brand on TikTok that I have these floating pink hearts above my head. Now, does that make me, you know, less of a serious author? Yeah, probably. But who cares? They're fun and people enjoy them. Like yeah. I, I don't think a lot on TikTok about, you know, presenting as this super serious type. I don't think that's what the platform's about. For God's sakes, they have thirst traps all the time. <laughs> Authors reacting to thirst traps. Like that's every other feed, every other thing yeah. on my on my feed. So I think yeah. especially in the book talk community, it's it's not so serious. Like sometimes we do delve into serious issues, like things like having diversity in publishing, having more diverse characters, having the LGBTQ plus community represented, minority yeah. Yeah, authors. Or, or the difficulties in, 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 in plot holes or, mm-hmm. or editing problems or burnout. Everything is, 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 is or people saying, um, I, 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 I don't want to write anymore because right. I, I feel like I, I am under so much stress or, yeah, so, so it, it, but that is the whole range from funny to, con, to, to the, the content of our job, that is, that is there. The one thing that I, from a marketing perspective, find a little bit difficult is, of course, other authors are readers as well. Mm-hmm. But to, because there is definitely the largest part of, I mean, we know Instagram has Bookstagram, so mm-hmm. TikTok has, has Booktop, um, mm-hmm. but there are voracious readers there. there the readers on Booktok are very different from any other platform in yes. that they general hope they, they are. They want to know everything different. I mean, as a historical fiction author, I get questions, you know, oh, I would like to try it. And, and they're fantasy readers or, you know, any, so, and they are, but the, the thing is, do you, so your back, your, your followers, do you divide them in authors and reviewers or readers? No. I, when I look at my followers, I have a pretty good split of book talkers and author talkers, right? I have a pretty good following for that. 
And I do try to comment back on people's, especially when they're consistently commenting on my videos, I do try to go and if they're making videos, go and watch their videos and comment on their videos. But I am not as concerned as some people might be if my followers are all authors and not readers, because I, I do think you're right. I think people forget that authors are readers. Like most of the people who have gone and pre-ordered my book were authors, were other authors who just wanted, you know, to, to come out and support me. And I thought that was lovely. Yeah. And yeah. I don't tr always make that distinction between, oh, you're a reader, you're an author. No, if you're part of the book talk community, you're part of the book talk community. It doesn't and you really also matter. Don't, don't take into account whether they write in your channel or not. No, I, I, and that was really surprising because a lot of my Facebook friends, a lot of my uh, Twitter friends and, and same thing, not so much Instagram, but Facebook and Twitter in particular are very, very much authors in my genre, whether it's paranormal or sci-fi. Whereas BookTok, I, you're right. I think readers do kind of run the gamut of what they read and they're interested in learning about all of it. So it's not just like, oh, I only read, you know, this genre. It's kind of like, oh, I'm interested in you, Hannah. I love your videos. So let me go pick up your book. That seems yeah. to be much more the mindset of yeah. a, a reader on book. Yeah. And what is also what I find amazing, especially because we are still talking about um, younger generations that are there. But mm -hmm. I mean, there are readers as young as 14, 13 mm -hmm. on there. And they read like 10 books a week. But the, the main thing there seems to be paperbacks. Yes. And that's that so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and they go and they buy each other paperbacks. They have Amazon, their Amazon wish link, wish list as a link in their bio or an indie bookstore. And others will go and do this like, you know, book fairy drop kind of a thing where they'll buy each other books. I, how wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, there's a whole new generation standing up that that wants paperbacks, yeah. and they show, or if there's a giveaway and they've been given a, a paper, a signed paperback by an author, they are so happy to show that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you have your books in the background. I, I, I'm because I, I had hardly any books left, but I was, you know, always on my Kindle. So. We have, as authors, we have our bookcases in the background because that is, they want to see, I mean, hold, I mean, you can, you have the inverted filter where mm -hmm. you can show the book and they can read the title or you can put on the green screen and, and then you have the ebook on there. But yeah. they want to see mm -hmm. the, the real books. I'm, and one I'm of the really things... Amazed that I've been using um, because my heart's filter. So this is just a little uh, TikTok editing tip, right? So because I have, you can only use one filter at a time. So because I have my silly hearts filter and I want to use that all the time, I can't invert the book or I can't use the green screen, but you can use stickers. So I can put my book up, I select the sticker option and a photo and I can use that up on the screen and I can move it around the screen and position it where I want. Yeah. So just, just a little editing tool, but you're right. I, it's so refreshing to see, especially the younger generations to love paperback and to want yeah. print books. Like that's yeah, pretty that, amazing. 
Yeah. So, but that is really because I made a lot of my videos because you can also duet or stitch. Yes. And I should, if you duet and you are watching somebody else's video, then holding your own paperback in your hand, you, that is a kind of marketing tool that you're doing. You're just watching that other video, somebody doing something funny. Right. It, it, the best thing is if it is a little bit related to your book. Mm -hmm. But just holding the book there will still trigger that idea. But you can yeah. do that then with the inverted. Um, Not if I have the heart sculptor on, no. I'd have yeah, to do you, it as a sticker. Apparently that is so, um, so helpful to your sales, you know. I do mm -hmm. see an increase in my, in my paperbacks and it must come from, from TikTok. There's no other way that I would... Of course, I have an older uh, demographic readers and sometimes they want paperback mm -hmm. so I can't make say hard it is TikTok but of course you also get reactions of people saying I bought it I, I went over and bought it right so yeah but I agree with you first and foremost you must enjoy the platform but you cannot you have to give it some time you cannot mm -hmm. expect to enjoy it because there is a learning curve right yes. yeah a learning curve with the editing there is, um, there's a lot. As I said, the stories are on three levels. Mm -hmm. They go very fast. I mean, there is visual, there is text, and there is something else going on. There is music, or there is a voice saying something that is either related or not related. So it takes a little yeah, while to, to get used to the platform. I would say the best thing that you could do is if you're just starting on TikTok and you and you want to get into it, specifically into BookTok, is to follow some of the popular hashtags like BookTok, like search out the hashtag BookTok or whatever your specific genre is and get a feel for what those videos are like. Then start making ones that are similar and related to your content and to, to your books. Um, you can also yeah. see what the most popular trends are. There's a trend every other day on on TikTok. We just have um, have you seen Noodle Noodle the Pug Noodle Talk now? No. Okay, I'm gonna very. I was in the no bones. The no bones. The no bones. bones are no yeah. bones. Like this is the newest the newest trend is there's this little pug and this guy literally picks him up. He's 13 years old. This pug every day to see if he's gonna stand up. Or if he's gonna fall down and if he stands up it's a bones day and we're ready to go and if he falls down then it's a no bones day and it's a self-care day and this this literally blew up from i think he had you know a couple thousand followers to three million followers in a matter of, of a few weeks and he went on yeah uh, and everybody uses down. it now if they yeah. have a non-writing day they say yeah. i have a no bones day and they lie on the sofa and they but that's a Just perfect example of like, you know, things that can happen on, on TikTok and happen very quickly. So for, for that, for that trend coming up now where your, your bones are no bones, that's something that you can easily make a video of. There's, there's a million songs that they made about it. You can use one of the trending songs, um, but just kind of, you know, see, get a feel for the platform, see what kind yeah. of videos you like, see what are in your niche, and then, and then jump in. Like, don't be afraid yeah. to just give yeah. it Yeah, well, one thing that I, I hear consistently as well, I don't want to have my face on camera mm -hmm. because I write in a genre that I don't want my boss or my family right. um, to know. So can I make videos without showing my face? And you can. 
you can. They may not be as popular, mm-hmm. but there are examples. I can't give them because I'm not following them at this moment. But I know from the course that I did that are, are very successful authors. And because you have all these, there are also authors that use filters that mm-hmm. really change their face. Yeah. So, so what, nobody, what are the things that I like? Um, there's a there's a book talker that I like. She's a book reviewer. And she doesn't show her face or very, very rarely shows her face. Usually it's her, her background and she'll take a book that she's reviewing and she'll spin it so that it's the next book. And she'll show you like, you know, top five, let's say uh, sci-fi romances, right? And she'll spin the books that she has and she'll give little text about it and put it to fun music. And she's very successful that way. And I enjoy her videos. Um, So there's definitely ways to do it. I will say that it is harder. If you're, if you're yeah. not going to show your face, it is more difficult because there's so much of that connecting with the audience and people and that raw realness that we talked about before. So if, if you're not showing, then it, it is more difficult to make that connection, but it's certainly not impossible. There are ways no. to do it. No. And I also, I mean, I can imagine I've seen people go on the platform, make, um, make a, a profile and then just start following people, but not uploading their own videos. Mm-hmm. That is a bit of a danger as well, because I wouldn't follow a person who has no videos or has right. it all private, because you feel like, I don't know who this person is, you mm-hmm. know. So that is, I mean, you can definitely do that for one or two weeks if you just want to. And if, I mean, there are people who never make videos and mm-hmm. just, like and, and comment on other people's videos, don't expect to be followed back. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be an active participant, I wouldn't wait too long by, by adding content to the. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, but I totally agree. I, it's the f- most fun. Um, I, it's actually the first time I'm having fun with the social media platform. I do it differently from you. So, I make a video every day. Mm-hmm. I, I started making both videos, but I feel that I wake up, I look forward to my moment of making my video. Oh, that's and I, I also see, look a little bit what is, what is, what is what I'm feeling like today mm-hmm. to do, or I go scroll through the, the trends, or I, I watch what other people, I have, I have a selection of favorites, because mm-hmm. you can favorite uh, songs or spoken and then I go through it and and it just I do one a day I think that is for me at the moment that works best Mm -hmm. not to do what I could improve in still is the hashtags business Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit do you are you very on top of what is good to use as hashtags so hashtags are similar to Instagram hashtags in the sense that it depends again. So let's, let's use book talk, for example, right? Some people will say, Oh, always put in the book talk hashtag. I almost never put in the bush book talk hashtag because it has like a hundred billion uh, views on it. So my video is never going to get seen that way. So I usually concentrate on hashtags that are relevant to me. So I'll do like my name. I have an author journey hashtag, which has like I don't know, like 90,000 views or something now that I've been using because I have a series that 
I do that's 365 days behind the scenes. So I do one video every day for that. I'm up to like 200, say 270 or 80 or something crazy like that. So I'm almost done with that series. Um, and then I'll look for hashtags that are anywhere from like 50,000 views to let's say 3 million views, somewhere in that range. So that I'm not a completely obscure hashtag and I'm not one that's like crazy oversaturated. So I'll, I'll look for those. I don't know exactly how much from a search perspective hashtags matter. Like I don't think necessarily that people are going in and searching. I think it's more from an algorithm perspective and it's about like the, the AI tracking onto those hashtags more so than the search aspect. So yeah. That's what I would what, say is to concentrate on ones that have less views and that aren't too oversaturated. Yeah. And it's very different from Instagram where you have like a billion hashtags that mm -hmm. you put in video. Because I, they say the sweet spot is five, about five hashtags. Yeah, but that's also, so some will say three, some will say three to five, some will say five, and some will say use all the space. I have tried it all. I have tried no hashtags. I've tried a few hashtags. I've tried all the hashtags. Um, I can't say that it matters. For me personally, I'm, I'm in the phase where I'm using all the space. So I'm putting a lot of hashtags in. And again, I think I'm thinking of it from that like AI perspective. What is the algorithm uh, tracking? Like, you know, the little spider bots, what are they looking for? But I, I don't know if that's correct or not, just because there is a lot of conflicting advice when it comes to yeah. hashtags. So the only thing I could say is don't don't shoot for one that's like crazy oversaturated. Just yeah, but that's that, in my course, I learned to do book talk, the hashtag mm -hmm. book, book talk, because it would still trigger that algorithm, even mm -hmm. though yours won't be shown at the top because it's not the most popular, it will still go so maybe okay. not all the time, but to use it. That sure. was the advice. So I'll give it a shot. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm always yeah. welcome to be wrong. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. So I, I, I usually, I also fill up until I have a very short sentence to go with it. Mm -hmm. And I fill up the space and I vary. I also use my own name. Mm -hmm. And yep. historical fiction, I use it a lot. But um, I try to vary. Sometimes I, I don't look into... Um, you know, the trending hashtags, see what they are. But I, I, I think I could improve in the knowledge behind that. But then again, as you said, we will never know what the algorithms exactly do. Right. So it's the same with doing trending videos. I mean, mm -hmm. there, is, there are these people that say, okay, use it now at this moment because there are only like 15 people who have made it, but it is growing. Right. Jump on that bandwagon now yep but whether or not that works is again it's all i think again if you enjoy that trend and it would fit in your niche then go for it there's there's no reason not to i think doing trends are fun and they're a way to branch out from perhaps some of your more like standard content um yeah i would say definitely you know give it a shot but we're, we're coming towards the end of time. So what if we talk about, Hannah, what is your favorite trend or type of book talk slash TikTok video? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I think that's um, definitely having 
France or doing something crazy or um, as I said, I have the, the, the serious part where I talk about my research. Um, but I found that I may want to bring it across. Mm -hmm. but, but the people are not ready for it, not at this moment. Maybe when I'm bigger on mm -hmm. the platform, I can do it. Mm -hmm. So for now, just doing silly stuff, mm -hmm. surrounded, I always surround it with my with my 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 work my right. books they are either in the background or i'm holding them or i'm but i think just i think the when i get the comments oh i had such a good laugh i don't yeah. know if you saw the one with i i did about the manual the visual manual for flirting oh no I oh, did that no, yesterday. No, oh that's great it's very funny so i was a duet <laughs> it, it didn't blow up or anything but he was he was doing how to flirt with somebody, uh -huh. and I was holding my book, and I was just I, I added little little oh, um, so stickers to his. But um, I think I if people say oh I had such a hard laugh on that one, or you know then 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 it's okay for me that people just right. enjoy it. Right. I I because I I never laughed so bad. Of course I laughed so, but I can. <laughs> I can be scrolling on TikTok and laugh so hard and I yep. think, how funny can people be? <laughs> Crazy. Absolutely. Humor is just, humor is great. Yep. And this is the platform for humor. It and is. We need humor. We need humor. We, we find the serious in this world. Well, I don't think it's any surprise that, you know, TikTok really took off during the pandemic where people were just needing a laugh needing to escape for a little while i think it it's a sign of our seen, times have you seen that trend where they they sort of somebody walks past another person and slaps their phone on the ground no i see them a lot or they throw them in the water and and <laughs> and, and, and and people around them go i think it's an old phone or something people go oh what's happening now or they throw a laptop they just slap somebody when they walk past oh i get those in my feet they know i like human art <laughs> like weird. slapstick but, comedy yeah, yeah. or a, a man who, who touches a woman and then it is a friend or something and, he, and the other right. woman who is his girlfriend he goes oh right. <laughs> well one of the things i would say when we were talking about authors who or or reviewers or readers who don't want to show their face um i've seen a lot of aesthetic videos where they'll take like stock imagery and put it to music and that's like conveys the mood of the book and they're so some of them are so beautifully done um they're they're not my favorite but i do appreciate them and i think they're so artistic my personal favorites are the transition videos i cannot do good transition videos i have tried but the ones that they can just like you know be all in one image and then then the next transition they're completely different uh, those are so impressive to me i love the point yeah. of view videos where the the actors on tiktok or the cosplayers will will give um the the watcher their point of view i think theirs are so entertaining of course the book reviews i love um and i just like making silly content too i i okay, honestly yeah. love making yeah. you know ridiculous videos. yeah yeah yeah, and you de you develop that in yourself. You think, how can I make people laugh today? <laughs> but still, on 
about books. It's always about books. So yes. It's not. It's not that you. I, I will just go in and talk about something else or something. <laughs> right. I will the only time it. I would say that I would talk about something else is if it's like a personal thing to me that I maybe want to share with my viewers. Like if I'm, if I'm having a hard time, if I'm having a, a perfect example of one that did really nicely for me, but it was so genuine is I was just having like these feelings of doubt. I was having imposter syndrome. I was feeling down. And I said, you know what, when I'm feeling this way, when I see videos of people who are being really raw and honest about how they're feeling it touches me so I'm going to go on there and I'm going to let them know like hey I know that you like all my fun videos and I enjoy it but here's what I'm feeling today and the love that I got back from that yeah the support I remember, that I got yeah. back was so like wonderful and overwhelming yeah. so I would say also like don't be afraid to to put yourself out there and to really be authentic and and raw and you because I think Absolutely. seeing people as people, seeing authors as people, seeing readers as people is super important too, because that's what helps us have empathy and to connect. Yeah, yeah. And, and the readers really want to know about what it is like to be a writer. And I mean, they're not just interested in our books, they're interested in us as persons. And it's the yep. first platform. I'm really, I really, where I feel that. Absolutely. And that is... I really, I, I would recommend everyone to, to check it out because it is it is a new, I'm glad I'm there. I'm, I, it makes my day on social media. That's Absolutely awesome. It does. Yay, I'm glad think, you are too because it's fun. All right. Okay. I, that's a, how can we end any better? That's like the perfect spot to end. So if you're yeah. not on TikTok, this is a not sponsored and not paid promotion no, no, no. Yes, and, no, and and yeah if people want to know more about it we can or have questions that we could answer we can always do another or show them you know and you can follow us on tiktok you can so i will put up those for those of us watching on youtube i will put up the links the uh our, our names on TikTok are TikTok handles for Hannah and I. But Hannah, what is your handle for TikTok? Where can they go find oh, you? I think it's just author Hannah Byron. Let me check quickly, quickly. <laughs> I, I, I never, yeah, it's author Hannah Byron. So at author so, Hannah and, Byron, and I am yeah. at author Tina Moss. So really easy. So you can go and easy follow to us. Find on TikTok. us. Yeah. And um, yeah, then you can have a look at what how we enjoyed, how we made fun of ourselves and <laughs> fun of others. Yeah, because it's all good on TikTok. So yeah. thank you so much you. for joining us yeah. on the podcast today. Please go to our website, which is www.boundbybookspodcast.com. Find us next week, Monday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, where we will be joined again by our other co-host in bound by books. Bye! Bye. Bye.